welcome to the Big Kids Book Club. A podcast about all things fictional, from middle grade to young adult. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Big Kids Book Club. My name is Marcus and I am your host and joining me on the show this week, we have author of several children's books, including last year's Space Oddity and the brand new Escape Room, it's Christopher Edge. Welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Marcus. Very pleased to be here. Oh, it's lovely to have you on the show. Now, Chris, obviously, brand new author for us to get to know. We'd like to get to know you a bit better. So do you want to tell us a little bit about how you became an author and a small snippet of your journey up to now? So I became an author. Well, I always say that my, I wrote my first book when I was four years old. It's not actually true. All I did was I kind of folded a piece of paper that I'd scribbled inside in half and drew a badly drawn picture of a pilot on the front and gave it to my mum saying, I've written a book. But I think that was the moment I first thought of myself as a writer. But it took another 30 years before I finally got a book into print. So my first published book was a story called 12 Minutes to Midnight, which is kind of a creepy Victorian mystery. And since then, I've kind of written books inspired by science, like The Many Worlds of Albie Bright and The Infinite Lives of Maisie Day. And yeah, that's kind of what's brought me here. Fantastic. And now your latest book, Escape Room, coming to us fresh from Nosy Crow. It kind of really has that sort of vibe i mean it's like it's there it's in the title escape room that seems to be the core premise of it they obviously they blew up before obviously we all got stuck inside in covid in our own little escape rooms <laughs> escape rooms became a big deal going and doing them trying to like get over the puzzles and sort of find the way the i guess the solutions to, to win the game i want to wonder if obviously that's probably a, a good amount of inspiration there but where was it the actual spark for you to be like hang on there's a story in all this. Well, it was kind of two things. But I, I kind of heard about I hadn't pl- actually played any escape rooms before I started. I had the idea for the story, but I, I'd heard about the fact that they were like the biggest form of entertainment since the cinema. Like they kind of since the escape rooms first started, maybe about 10, 12 years ago, they've kind of gone stratospheric in terms of popularity all around the world. So that was kind of exciting. You think if, something, if, if something's so exciting, there's got to be a story there. But then the other element that kind of I, I kind of joined it together because I want to, to write a story kind of a bit about the problems that we face in the world today. But I wanted to write that in a way that wasn't preachy, that was exciting, that was kind of page turnery. And so that gave me the idea for Amy and her four friends and teammates, Adua, Oscar, Ibrahim and Min, and then going to the ultimate escape room, a place called The Escape where they're given the challenge to find the answer and save the world. So it's kind of really bringing these two interests I had together into the one story. Yeah, and it's actually interesting there you mentioned that because Amy is our sort of protagonist. Obviously, we, she, we, she has the others like Oscar, Adjua, Min and Ibrahim. They're obviously there because they create this sort of this cluster, this team that have to solve um, and get through the escape. But it's really Amy because it feels almost like she's been preparing for this her whole life. Her dad like teaches her chess and, you know, she's into like puzzles a lot. Amy's character really gives, I guess, the reader a vehicle to, to understand these puzzles, especially if, especially as a middle grade book, 
you know, you might not have done an escape room as a, a 10 year old reading this. So you don't actually have a context. The idea of someone who loves puzzles, that's something they can get behind. I wonder where Amy's Amy's character came from and the sort of like how you chose her in particular over the other four to be the main character. Well, because the, the story is told in the first person. So when I when I initially conceived the story, it was always going to be Amy's story. And Amy is someone who's like naturally curious. Uh, so she's very excited at first when she goes to the escape room, but she soon realizes that as, as she as she enters the different rooms and faces some quite scary and uh, mind-boggling challenges that you know this isn't any ordinary escape room. And Amy, the, the story is really a journey of, of self-discovery for Amy, where she finds out things about herself, her bravery, her skills, and how she works with others and it was really kind of the way that Amy interacts with the others on the team where we find out more things about her. I think, and I wanted that to be Amy's really a reflection of lots of the young people I meet at kind of uh, events when I go into schools or at festivals because the young people I meet are quite inspirational in terms of their creativity and their sparkiness and the questions they ask me you know I've written uh, I wrote a book called The Many Worlds I Would Like about quantum physics so I'm used to kind of fielding these big questions coming from these like nine and 10 year old minds. So Amy's kind of an amalgam of lots of the young people I've met. And as I said before, you know, when we look at this, you know, some of the problems that we face in the world today, things like global warming and plastic pollution, it's young people who are raising their voices the loudest about these problems and, and showing the imagination we need to create to kind of solve them. So Amy's kind of almost like, a representative of, of those people too. So yeah, that's, that was really what, what inspired that character. And you mentioned solving problems there. And of course, we're talking about escape rooms, but this is no other. The escape is a whole new level, a whole new level of action, adventure, and excitement in incorporate into effectively what is a load of sequenced puzzles. Now I wonder, because obviously you have to make these work in a plot as a writer, Writing a plot is difficult enough. Actually making it so that way you have puzzles that make sense at specific times for the, the protagonist to overcome. I mean, that's like writing on a next level scale. I wonder what it's like trying to, to write puzzles uh, into the plot line, actually creating puzzles that make sense, but they're going to be fun to read, that they keep the pacing sort of solid and they don't sort of like just slow down and get a bit boring, that they keep that action adventure pacing that really keeps this, this page turning book really exciting. It was, I think it is, as you say, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of next level writing maybe. And that's why I, I think I did the most research for this story that I've ever done before. Because every room in the escape, there's lots of different rooms. It's kind of a, a place called the Bibliothèque Universelle, which is kind of a, an infinite library where the books start to turn to dust. And there's an abandoned shopping mall where strange creatures stalk the aisles. So there's lots of different rooms inside the escape. And they're all inspired by real places or real kind of ideas. So when I was plotting the story, I had to the different rooms mapped out and I had lots more ideas for further rooms that never made it into the story but so putting it together puzzle like each room the problem that Amy would have to face and solve in that room how the others would help her or hinder her so it was kind of like putting a jigsaw together and the key thing in in the story is as you probably know as someone who's read it the kind of the stakes get higher 
and higher and higher. So it was really thinking about how I could keep on building up the tension and elevating the excitement all the way through to the end. Yeah, and absolutely. Now, you mentioned the end there. It's going to be something that I think will be the talking point of the book. Now, I don't like to give away spoilers on this podcast, so we're not going to, we're going to skirt around this like a real hard skirt because it has to be read and experienced. And that's all I'm going to say. But was that always the ending or like you mentioned there that you cut out some puzzles? Did you have alternative endings for this book at all? The ending. I usually when I when I when I whenever I get an idea for a story, I usually get the opening of the story in my head, and I usually have the ending in my head. And if I kind of then got the the emotional arc of that story, I know that character's story, and then it might be plotting how they got get from A to Z. But I'll always know those things. Things might shift, but usually the 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 beginning and the ending of the things are, are fairly tightly fixed. So I always knew the ending to Escape Room when I, when I started to write. And I think it's one, it's, it's interesting seeing, you know, it's been out, it came out on Thursday, uh, this Thursday uh, when I'm speaking to you. And I'm getting some response, early responses from the readers now. And there are a few shocked gasps emanating over Twitter as people read the ending and kind of get their heads around it. So I hope it's, so. I like writing books. I hope I like books that would reward rereading so i think when you get to the end of the story i hope some readers might go back to the beginning and start reading again to find the clues that were there all along because in the story the host actually says you know everything you need to succeed is hidden inside the escape so all the clues about where this story is leading to are placed inside the story absolutely there are breadcrumbs to find uh if you haven't read this yet it is out right now from nosy crow get your mitts on it because it is a breathtaking action-paced just whirlwind full of puzzles and things that possibly aren't real but you you have the chance to try and figure out what is what in this this book escape room out now uh Christopher, that was fantastic. Such a good read. I was so happy I got my hands on it a little bit early as well. It's always good. Uh, But always has one eye on the future, wondering what else you have got up your sleeve or whether there's something coming hot off the presses from you soon. I'm I'm currently writing something at the moment. I I kind of, when I'm in the midst of writing, I can't share too much because it's kind of, it's uh, in the kind of a, one of my favourite writers is Russell T Davis, who who wrote, you know kind of brought back Doctor Who in the early two thousands, and he says about when he starts to write something, everything exists in some a quantum state called the maybe, which is full of possibility, and that's what the story I'm writing in, in is at the moment. But it's kind of in the quantum state of maybe. But I could say it's a story, it's kind of a, a bit of a quest adventure. That's all I can say about it at the moment. So. Lots of fun, though. I think it's going to have some fun in it. Absolutely. Well, anything like Escape Room can definitely anticipate lots of fun and adventure to it. Well, obviously, writers like to keep their secrets. We're going to have to wait and see, I suppose. Um, But we won't wait and see to the end of this podcast because, wow, we have absolutely breezed through. We have solved every puzzle. You have answered every riddle for me, Chris. So that means we are at the competition. Yes, Lucky listeners, we have got to competition time where one of you guys can get your hands on a copy of Escape Room. How do you do that? Well, simply solve this. 
Uh, not solve it. You just have to follow this. It's very simple. <laughs> You're going to head over to our Twitter at Big Kids Book Club, all one long, lovely word. There you will be retweeting and liking the competition post and use the hashtag escape comp escape comp again all one word and what we want you we want you this time as our quizzy question instead to give us a quizzy question yes we want to hear your best riddles the more cryptic the better but you give us your best riddle ever and we're going to pick one of those really brain teasing riddles to be our favorite and that person is going to get their greedy mitts on a copy of escape room how does that sound chris that sounds incredible and i'm looking forward to seeing those riddles Absolutely. Now, it's obviously a case that we've got a ton of riddles in Escape Room. I don't want to give any away, but you mentioned earlier that some didn't quite make the cut. Can you tell us uh, a cool room that didn't quite make the cut into Escape Room that uh, was left on the cutting room floor? Uh, yeah, one was a place. I had an idea for a kind of a, a room that was kind of inside. There was these places that were kind of tend to built in the 17th and 18th century called orreries, which are kind of like representations of the solar system. So I kind of had a room that was kind of an escape room that was like an orrery where Amy and her teammates would be trapped in the solar, a kind of clockwork solar system. So that one didn't quite make the cut, but I think the ones that it replaced it with was, was even more exciting. There you go. That's a puzzle that didn't make the cut, but will your puzzle and riddle make the cut? Well, you'll have to go over to our Twitter at Big Kids Book Club, hashtag escape comp and enter to find out. Wow, that's been an absolute blast, Chris. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Oh, thanks so much for inviting me, Mark. It's great to chat. Absolutely. Now, I'm not going to let you quit completely disappear until you let our lovely listeners know how they can find out more about you and your books. Is there a website or some social media they can go to? Yes. Yeah, so my website is chrisfledge.co.uk. And there's also a special escape room website where you can actually play a virtual version of the escape in the story. So that's it. That's it. Welcome dash to dash the dash escape dot com. So and that's on you. If you go to my website as well, you can see that on the escape room book page. So, yeah, I hope people have a, a lot of fun exploring the escape both on their screens and on the page too oh i think we'll have to add that special virtual reality escape room to the show notes just specifically for that oh fantastic chris it's great to have you here and to you lovely listeners thank you for sticking around we hope you enjoyed this episode don't forget you're gonna head over to our twitter at big kids book club to join this amazing competition but while you're there you can also find out more about our amazing content and our brand new website bigkidsbookclub.com there you'll find even more content for you to get your teeth into as well as a complete backlog of the podcast in case you've ever missed an episode it's there for you to enjoy but that's all the time we have for this week so all i have to say for you is to take care to stay safe but most importantly to keep on reading